0: this morning. You good? Yeah? I can't see all their faces yet. There we go. How are you? You doing good this morning? Hey, look at your neighbor and say, you look good. Thanks for getting cleaned up for me, you know? Hey, online, wave at us. We don't know if you look as good as us, but you still look good, right? Uh, Just a joy to be with you. It is. You know, Bryce's favorite part um, is that um, he paid a debt I couldn't know. But my favorite part is when, says, when, when Hannah sings that part, if you're looking for me, don't you just love that part? You're going to find me. If you're looking for me, you can't. Fi- Here's the thing. Today I'm going to be teaching on, this, on the We taught on Sozo last week. So this whole series is an umbrella of Sozo. Right? It's the complete package. But here's what I love about that complete package. It's the blood of Jesus that gave us that complete package. Don't you love that? If you you cannot find me, you can only find Christ in me. I'll just give you a chance to catch up. (laughs) You can't find me. You can only find Christ in me, the hope of glory. See, the old man is dead and the new man is what? alive unto God. Hallelujah. So, you know, I'm not going to read the scripture today, but I'm going to tell you this scripture for just a moment. The Bible says, don't look at any man after their flesh. Don't look at any man. How many of you know, that's a real hard thing to do. How, How many of you that it's a hard thing not to look at somebody and start calculating what you know about them or calculating what you know about yourself? If you only judged yourself like you judge others, Ouch! you just keep your mouth shut. Most of the time, you're too busy judging others to even worry about how much Jesus has saved you from. Amen. If you're looking for me, you're going to find me under the blood of Jesus. See, the old man is dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray and get started. I got you one real quick joke. I know we're in a hurry, but we'll just change, shift gears for a second. There's this guy who had gotten arrested um, for selling um, or for stealing a, a can of peaches. So him and his wife are in court, and uh, the judge asked him, you know, how many peaches were in that can? And uh, he said, five peaches, five peaches. And so the judge came back, and he said, um, sir, for every peach that was in the can— that's how many weeks you have to serve. And his wife was sitting back in the thing, and she said, sir, 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 he sold a can of peas, too. <laughs> Let's pray. Let's have fun together. Father God, you're so good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much that we can just come into your presence with just joy and peace and Father God, and and faith because of the blood of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that what you see in all of us, if we've made you our Lord and Savior, is you see Jesus in us, that you see us through Jesus. And we're so thankful for it. We ask that you would, um, I ask personally, that you would help me speak the words that are truth. I ask that I would never take your word out of context. May I represent you, Father God, I humble myself before you. I want to honor you with everything I speak and share today. May there be no contention in my voice, may be just compassion and love. And I thank you for every hearer that they hear your word and that they receive it as correction, instruction, and reproof, for it changes us. In Jesus' name and everybody said Amen. I don't have a lot of time to rehearse um, or go over what I taught on last week. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I do encourage you. I did lay some foundation on Sozo. One of the things uh, that we talked about is the Sozo is the Greek word for salvation. It's found over 105 times just in the New Testament. And it does have this, this definition that goes with it. It means to save, deliver, make whole, heal, to behold, to rescue to escape from temptation, and it also means the renewing of your mind. Last week I broke it down into your spirit, soul, and body that Jesus Christ died on the cross for all of those. And so Sozo, the whole series, uh, gives us kind of the picture of this is the full package. What they sang about in the blood of Jesus, when Jesus did that, he gave you the full package of redemption. Amen? So just two scriptures that we said last week that I want to go over this one. So these are not in your notes. If you want to, I am going to go over a lot of scripture today because, amen, don't you want to hear the word of God? I'm just mediocre, but he's superior. Amen. His word is superior. So if you have your app, or I see some people taking notes, um, if you miss, uh, you know, just take notes. It'd be good for you. Write things down, but um, the app has all the scriptures in it. These two first scriptures are from last week. They're not in your notes. Colossians 2.10. This is how I opened up last week. I just wanted to remind you of it. Colossians 2.10. So you are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. And then this one, 2 Peter, 2 Peter 1, verse 3. By his divine power, God has given us what? Who knows what that word is there? By his divine power, God has given us what? Everything. Say Everything. By his divine power, by the blood of Jesus, he has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Amen. Let me just get a chance to go to my notes here. I am going to use my paper Bible because I do love it, and you should too. Okay, a couple scriptures that I want to go to. Today I'm going to be talking about the first part of Sozo which is our spirit, right? We have a strong spirit. Now, we have had multiple conversations about this subject this week and actually the week prior. So honestly, many people might ask yourself this question. We've been asking ourselves this question. Do your own study. It's good for you. Um, we're, We're not perfect messengers. We're just human messengers, right? And so we have to get in and study the word ourselves. So we've been talking this week a little bit about if you can grow your spirit everyone's like I don't know can you so we're we're wrestling with it and we're we're gonna say a little bit that you can't grow your spirit now if you find some scriptures different I'm open to them here's what you can do you can make your spirit man more aware of what belongs to it I'm going to give you a couple scriptures and we're going to go with them together open up your word and open up your heart amen well I'm going to go with you first to um, first Thessalonians all right 523 first thessalonians 523 let me open my word first thessalonians 523 okay here we go if you're there i'm going to be reading out of the new living translation now may the god of peace make you holy in every way may your whole say these words with me what think it saved is your what and the Bible tells us right here in, in Thessalonians that we're a three-part being. Remember, we have a spirit, what we live in a what? And we have a what? A soul or our mind, will, and emotions. Through this entire series, we're going to be going through all the parts of that. But let's talk about what happens to your spirit, okay? Go with me to John chapter 3. Um, John, not first John, the Gospel of John. John chapter 3, and we're going to go to verse 3, Okay verse 3 through 6. Now, this is the account of Nicodemus coming to Jesus. Remember, Nicodemus said, how can I have eternal life? What must I do to be saved? So he goes and talks to Jesus, and he says this in verse 3, and Jesus replied, if you want to read one and two, you can. I'm just kind of hustling for time's sake. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God what do you mean exclaimed nicodemus how can an old man go back into his mother womb and mother's womb and be born again verse 5 jesus replied i assure you no one can enter the kingdom of god without being born of water and of spirit, spirit. okay humans check this out humans can reproduce only human life but the holy spirit gives birth to what Okay. So when you get saved, what's being born again? Your flesh? No, your spirit. Flip over with me to John chapter one. I'm going to lay this. This might seem a little elementary, but sometimes we get saved and we don't understand what's really happened to us. You need to understand as believers in this day and age that we live in, we live in very critical times. You should know your apologetics. Do you know what apologetics is? It's the truth of God's word. You need to understand what God has done for you. If someone comes to you and says, how do I get saved? Or what does this mean? You should have an answer. Amen. Don't say call Pastor Tiffany. <laughs> I'm going to say, I don't know. You have a B-I-B-L-E. And a concordance is for free. That rhymed. Here we go. John chapter 1, verse 13. I check this out. John chapter 1, verse 13. Sorry. I want you to see this. They, okay, um, they are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human plan, but a birth that what? Comes from God, okay? A birth that comes from God. Now, I'm going to have, um, I have a prop today, a physical prop, so I'm going to need my three guys to come on up. We're going to show you something today. While they're coming up, I want you to do this. I want you to turn with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. You can go ahead and put it up on the screen. Look, and then in your app, look at it. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Now, this is kind of exactly what we were talking about before. If you need to move any of my stuff around up here, you can too. Okay? All right, 2 Corinthians. This is Seth, Bryce, and Austin. Say hey, everyone. Okay. All right. So this, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, I want to read this to you. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ, what? Say it. Anyone who belongs to Christ, what? Okay, let's do that one more time. Anyone who belongs to Christ, what? Has become a new person. The old life is what? And the new life has what? Okay, I'm going to play this out for you. So, Austin's going to be our spirit today, okay? Bryce is our soul, and Seth gets the luxury of being our body. The part that needs the most work, everyone say amen. Actually, the part that needs the most work is this. To be honest with you, Bryce, you've got a lot of issues. (laughs) Guess what Austin's blessed? He actually has zero work. He has zero work. Zero. Now, here's how how it goes. Here's what I'm going to turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians. I'm going to build this up so that you can see it. We're going to take our time. You have to understand this. This is why we live, and you go read Romans if you want to. Actually, Romans, Ephesians, it deals with this. This is why we live in a sin consciousness. Say sin consciousness. It's kind of... This is why we live this way because we really don't know what's going on. How many of you know that that's why people feel the need to get, once they get saved, then they deal with sin, they feel the need to get reborn? Or re, you hear this word. Just like, just like I can't get reborn physically, once I'm born again spiritually, I can't get born again spiritually either. I'm a new creation in Christ. All things are gone. Behold, all things have what? Become new. Become new. Say if you're saved, and everyone just looks straight ahead. So in case somebody's not near you, you's not saved, say I'm new. I'm new. Hallelujah. Okay, so Ephesians four twenty four. Ephesians four twenty four. Hold on with me. Here we go. Put on the what? New nature. new nature created to be like how? Truly. Now, do you always feel righteous and holy? You don't. sometimes we don't think you're righteous and holy either. We question it. Guess who doesn't question it? God doesn't question it. The moment you ask Jesus Christ into your life, and it goes like this. Father God, I thank you for your son Jesus. I thank you for sending him to die on the cross and the forgiveness of my sins I con- the Bible says confession, I confess you as my Lord and Savior I invite you in and I admit my sins. I thank you that you're faithful and just to forgive me in Jesus name and everybody said Amen. that you know what happens that moment you're transformed it says you've gone from death to life you are no longer so here's the thing so so this person has to look at this to know who he is. Now, here's the problem with us a lot of times. We let our emotions tell us whether we're saved or not. We do. He can, (laughs) you turn right back on around. That's what we ought to tell our stinking thoughts anyway. The bottom line is I only can understand who I truly am as if I look in the word. What happens is is we decide whether we're saved when this tells this how to act and this acts stupid and so this gets all confused and this thinks this isn't saved. Do you see this? And then you think, well, I'm just a sorry worm. I just keep messing up. Yeah, you're darn right you keep messing up. You keep messing up because this doesn't look at this to tell this how to act. But this still stays the same. This person cannot change, not even if you sin. I have been made new. I'm alive unto God. Now, it can act foolish, but it's still saved. Now, we're not going to go into this doctrine today because I do not have time and I don't want to talk about it. And we are talking, people always say, are you once saved, always saved? Who cares? Guess what? That is a personal thing. If you turn your back on God and you denounce him, I, I question you. And if you keep on habitually sinning and you keep on because those who know the Father and love him don't do that. So if you keep on habitually sinning and turning your back on God, I question whether this person is new at all. Now, if you mess up and repent and go, stupid flesh, what I'm gonna know is that this person isn't doing its work. The Bible says, "Be ye there transformed by the what, <laughs> renewing." I want to let you know this came to me this morning, early, early. Here's the thing: there are some things. Come on up, baby. I know. Hurry me up. There are some things. <laughs> there are some things in our life. That happens spiritually instantaneously. And this is the part of it that does that. This part is instantaneous. Do you know that there are other parts of our spiritual life that have a metamorphosis? And these two are met... These two, your spirit... Your your soul and your flesh, they have a metamorphosis. It's an ongoing... That's why even when it says, be ye there transformed, it's it's ongoing. Be ye there transforming. I never stop transforming. And guess what? If I stopped right now, if I stopped right now and I never opened this book again, never, ever, ever go. I can tell you that honestly, the transforming place in my life would go backwards.
1: Right.
0: It's why you see people on fire for God and they serve him and they're excited about him. And then then they start going, oh, I got something to do on Sunday. I got something to do. And my mornings are really busy. I have never time to open up the Bible. And then three years later, four years later, five years later, you see them honestly living in a lifestyle that doesn't represent who this person is. And then you think, are they saved? Well, actually they are. They just don't represent their father. Which is very sad. I hate making Jesus look bad. And you should too. Yuck. He did so much for you. Brought you from death to life created you a place for eternity it's my privilege and my honor to serve him here's the thing if you woke up in the morning if you woke up in the morning and you rolled out of bed and you thought I look good today but you never looked in this thing you'd be foolish as all get out trust me I'm sure most of you do besides if you're bald like Keith back here he don't have to think about his hair looking good. But most of you, most of you could not get dressed, put on your makeup, and walk out the door without checking who you are. How, how many of you have ever gone through your day and you look good when you walked out? And later on that day, you went and you're like, oh my God, how long have I had that in my teeth? Here's the, Did you know that before you looked in the mirror? didn't know that here's the problem we do this naturally all the time and we forget in James chapter 1 verse 22 just write it down write it down go look it up yourself chapter James chapter 1 22 through 25 look it up it says just like you behold yourself in the natural mirror guess what our spirit man has to do it has to open this part up and it tells me who I am you don't really know who you are you're a new creature in Christ. And you need to see what that looks like. Amen. I have a body. I have a soul. My mind, will, and emotions. We're going to teach on that next week. Because honestly, if you miss next week, you are squirlier than I thought. Because there, we could spend honestly six months on our mind, will, and emotions. Because it needs a lot of work. Because honestly, when this flows through this, this is how this gets. If you have a flesh problem, you don't have a flesh problem. You have a mind renewal problem. And you sure as goodness don't have a spirit problem. You don't have a spirit problem. I'm going to use this analogy. You guys are awesome. You can just leave the mirror even if you want. Give it up for all three of my guys. If you see it, go like this. Please do that. Please nod. If you don't see this, you'll struggle. You'll struggle. Your spirit man's new unto God. And here's the part. Here's the interesting part. I'm a three-part being. If my flesh and my spirit dominate me, it's two against one it's going to be harder but if I can do this if I can renew this then it's two against one oh come on we all know two against one wins and how we win is we do this if you put a magnifying glass on something does it get bigger nope It doesn't actually get bigger. It just gets bigger because you've put a magnifying glass on it. So what we need to do is we need to put a magnifying glass on our spirit man. It doesn't get bigger. It already is perfect unto God. It's already complete. But if you spend all your time frustrated with this person and not renewing this person, you're gonna forget who this person already is. All you need to do is do this. Stupid flesh. Who I am on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. My old man is gone. Dead. You're dead, 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 dead. I'm alive unto God. Hallelujah. I have fear. Oh, no, 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 no. It gives me peace beyond all understanding. And you elevate, put your focus on the spirit part of who you are. Amen. I love you so much. This is so important that we get this. Let's close our eyes this morning. All over this room this morning, put our attention on our spirit, man. The part of us that's alive unto God, the part of us that that gets transformed. And if you're in this room this morning and you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you've never made him the Lord of your life and you've never made that first time commitment of transformation. If you've never made that first time transformation, you will not be able to deal with your flesh part of who you are and you won't actually have the word of god come alive unto you so you have to do this first part you have to receive jesus christ as the lord of your life and so honestly with just with eyes closed this morning if you've never ever ever made that decision for christ we're not going to let today pass by If you've never confessed him, maybe you've gone to church your whole life, maybe you've sat in a hundred services, but you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You that is the first part. If there's anybody in this room and you've never done that, I just want you to slip up your hand. We're gonna pray, we're all gonna pray together. If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you've never confessed him as your Savior. I'm just looking. Okay. And now, with everyone's eyes closed, I want us to do this. I want you to think about who you are in Christ, and I want us to make this confession. Say, I am a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I am alive unto God, and I am dead to sin. I no longer yield to my sin nature. I yield to the nature of God on the inside of me. Holy Spirit, help me see through the power of your word who I truly am. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You going to close this out? We love you very, very much.
1: Good morning, everyone. Why don't we all stand? Number six, Chris. I think I said this last week. This is probably the most important series we've ever done as a church. Because these four places is where all of us are challenged every single day of your life. As we get ready to launch into the next two, please make effort to, at least if you can't be here and you're out there online, please make effort to uh, watch these during the week or at least try to attend. Because I'm telling you guys, we're watching as pastors. We're watching with some concern of how people are judging life today kind of casual in their living and what their expectations are. And there's consequences to that. And uh, whenever there's consequences, there's payment for that. And whenever there's payment for that, there's grief that follows that. Thank God Jesus paid the big price Amen. by the blood. Amen? Amen. But he also created you in his likeness and his image, gave you a mind and a will that can be strong in him and make Amen. right choices based upon the scriptures. Thank you. I think Pastor Tiffany mentioned. This as the mirror of life. One thing I just want to show is a picture. May I show this picture real quick? We do spend time looking at this. This It's where we're facing every day. But as Austin was here as your spirit person, this is the challenge sometimes to submit this will, to turn and face the true mirror, the mirror of God, which is the Word. Because once you face and you submit humbled will to this, then you can turn and face this. It takes a little bit of obedience. It takes a little bit of maybe getting around some people that will help you do that. Your will is the strongest thing you have. Your will of choice. I'm going to pray over you. And I'm going to send you out. And I'm going to send you out with a challenge. Can you give us some more attention for the next two or three of these? I promise you, if you'll do that by the end of this year, you will see a life that's equipped to be fully devoted followers of Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we're so grateful for all these wonderful people that are here in this house. We thank you, Father God, that there's a bunch of born-again believers in here. and Their spirits are alive unto you. Father, they're living and doing life out there that comes at them every single day. We pray that as we become more aware of who we really are, the righteousness of God, through Christ Jesus, <laughs> that we'll be able to live this life in our next step of settled emotions, sharp mind, and healed body to follow. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Let me give you a couple quick announcements, and I'm going to let you get out of here. Uh, Coming up here next week will be our growth track. If you've never had a chance to go through that, that's where you get to know us and our personal uh, goals and directions as a church, where we're going as a church. And uh, get to know family, find out what maybe your purpose is as well. And then uh, won't be long, probably another month or so. Small groups will be starting up up our summer session. And uh, if you've ever wanted to lead a small group, we have a training coming up on that on May 4th uh, for you to maybe come and find out what does it mean to actually lead a small group. You got that stuff in you, you got the goods in you. you can lead one. So we'll make you aware of that. You guys go out there today, have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week. It's been good to be with you. We love you dearly. We'll see you next week.